Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night series. This is why we have the Psalms. Glad that you have joined us tonight. And I uh, want to welcome everybody as well who is listening on podcast. So I'm teaching this on Facebook Live and welcome your comments. Would love it if you would uh, drop me a quick note to say hello so I can see who is out there tonight. Uh, we're going to be looking at Psalm 77 verses 1 through 12 this evening and considering the role of long remembering, I'll talk about that in just a moment and also talking about, I'll be talking about um, how we can have faith and still feel far from God. Um, was so good to see so many of you in person on Sunday morning and was also good to see the comments and the interactions from those of you who continue to worship with us on Genu Church Online. And wherever you are, uh, we want you to know that we are glad that you are a part of the family and we just encourage you uh, to do what gives you peace. And so if you need some more time before you come back, then that's just fine. And if you're ready to uh, come back on this Sunday morning, well, we'll be delighted to see you there as well. So many of the kids stopped by the cafe on Sunday and said hello to Father Louie uh, while the parents grabbed a blueberry scone. And it was just, it was a sweet time uh, to, to see folks. And we just did our best to make sure that it was sanitary and safe and uh, everyone seemed to behave themselves pretty well. And there was no no crowd surfing. I heard threats of partying uh, in the sanctuary whenever we returned, but for the most part, the adults were well behaved on Sunday morning, and we were grateful for that. And I uh, had children's ministries going on, and uh, then even had uh, Kids Corner online uh, at the end, kind of a different version of that. So that was special as well. And then uh, this coming Sunday, uh, I know P Pastor Phil has uh, a message that he's looking forward to sharing about how what we're going through fits within uh, the greater scope of God's redemptive plan for our lives. So he's going to be talking about uh, birth pains on Sunday morning. And um, I'm also going to be sharing our summer schedule. Uh, we actually finalized two things that we're going to be doing um, over the summer that I think that you're going to be interested in from a spiritual formation standpoint. And so we're just energized and excited about this new season and hope that you will um, make the journey with us in one way or another, whether that, again, is online or, or in person, whatever that might be. And I'm actually going to click the video real quick and share this out with my friends, and I hope that you'll do the same. So it's a great way to let other people know uh, that you are a part of, uh, of what's going on here in our area through Generations United. Well, let's jump right in tonight. We're just going to cover 12 verses from Psalm 77, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. The title is, In the Day of Trouble, I Seek the Lord. I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and He will hear me. In the day of trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. You hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled that I cannot speak. 
I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever? Never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. So we'll go through this as we do, just uh, a line or two at a time. And it's good to see so many of you joining this evening. And I hope that you will leave comments and questions as we go along. So we'll begin in verse 1. I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. We're picking up on some themes that are echoing from other psalms. You remember that we talk about the power of our voice in prayer, that your heart and your mind, your soul, your children, your spouse, and even just yourself, you need to hear your own voice crying out to God in prayer. And if you're timid about praying out loud, start with small prayers. Start with praying over dinner. From the time our children were very young, we asked them to pray over dinner. Even when grown-ups were around, when the, when the father at the head of the table, nothing wrong with that, in itself, but when the father at the head of the table would normally be the one who would always pray, or when the mother at the head of the table would be the one who would always pray, we just decided that most of the time we were going to ask our children to pray. Which for me as a pastor, uh, I get asked to pray at most of the family functions, and uh, I just turn to one of my kids, and I'm like, all right, you got it. And so we do that because we want them to learn that their voice can be heard. And it should be heard out loud. And certainly they learn to pray by hearing you pray, but they also need to hear their own voice praying. And they need to hear mom praying. They need to hear dad praying. And you even encourage your own heart, your own soul by praying. There's something that happens when words are spoken that it lifts up your spirit and it changes the atmosphere. So I want to encourage you, if you're used to praying in your own mind, especially if your mind wanders, if you're used to praying in your own mind, try from time to time just praying out loud. And that can certainly help keep you focused. And you'll also find it just increases your confidence, increases your, your faith a little bit as you pray. So I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. And here's this theme again, the belief that God hears. So it's it's one thing to just pray you know, pray out into the universe or pray out into the, just pray out into the open expanse. It's another thing to believe that you're actually praying to uh, a God that is somehow infinite and transcendent. That means beyond where we are and yet is 
is uh, is imminent, near, and is personal, and who is for you, and hears you. And how all of that works, I don't quite understand. But you don't have to understand prayer as much as you are invited to experience prayer. And it's in prayer where we come to God believing that God hears us and that God uh, desires to move on our behalf when we are praying the ways of Jesus, the way of the kingdom, when we're praying the ways of God. So we're crying aloud to God. We're believing that God hears us. And he says, in the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord in the night, my hand is stretched out without wavering. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. So it's interesting to me that the psalmist says, I cry aloud to God, and he will hear me. And then at the same time, he says, when I think about God, I groan. I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. So Usually we're talking about the power of meditation. We're talking about the power of thinking on God. And the psalmist is saying, like, that. that's, <laughs> in some ways, that's just not helping me right now. So I, I remember God and I moan. I meditate on God and my spirit faints. And that's certainly a lot of mystery going on there. But at the very least, you're, you're meant to see, you cry out to God, you believe God hears you. And yet sometimes when you pray, just the very... The very thought of God, the very just meditating on God, it, it sometimes in those moments, it's not that it doesn't help in an eternal sense. It doesn't, not that it doesn't matter. It's just that sometimes the anxiety, the depression, the fear, the angst, the weariness, sometimes there are no spiritual practices that relieve the weight of the moment. Sometimes the moment is just heavy. Sometimes you go through seasons where there in the moment just isn't any relief in that moment just by doing the thing that you you know will work. Meditating on scripture, thinking about God, sometimes your best efforts just don't lift you out of that situation. But even in the midst of those moments, you still cry out and you still believe that God hears, even if on the inside, the weight is still there, the despair is still there, the anxiety is still there, the depression is still there. You still cry out to God and you still believe that God hears because the very practice of crying out and the very belief that God hears somehow is the are the the spiritual resources that help you to move through the situation. So what I want to say to you is it's possible to have faith and to feel far. In fact, it's likely if you've walked with the Lord any amount of time that you will have faith and you will still feel far sometimes. The life of Christian faith is not about always feeling close to God. The life of Christian faith is even when you feel far from God, you still seek God. Because the moment will pass like a weather system. And the crying out is what's going to strengthen you at levels that you don't even feel. 
you we put way too much emphasis on our feelings not that emotions don't matter we put way too much emphasis on our thoughts as though we can think our thoughts and think our way out of situations but in those times i think that there's something that happens a layer deeper than our thoughts and our emotions it's a layer deeper that you still cry out even though the feelings aren't what you want you still pray you still seek you still even in your groaning you still pray and the spirit is up underneath all of that doing things that are too deep for words too deep for feelings so it's possible to have faith and still feel far so you have to let your feelings pass you honor them you acknowledge them but you 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 accept them you validate them and at the same time Go deeper than the feelings, but realize sometimes you're going to pull an all-nighter. Sometimes you're going to pull an all-nighter. It goes on, says, you hold my eyelids open. I'm so troubled I can't speak. And what does he do? He says, I consider the days of old, the years long ago. Well, first of all, I just love the honesty here. I love the honesty that there are some nights that my eyelids, I just stare at the ceiling. I love the honesty. I'm so troubled I can't even, I can't even speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I think that, I, I think, and this is just me trying to get myself into the mind of this psalmist. I think that part of what he's saying right here is there are moments that feel so heavy I cry out to God, I seek God, I remember God, I meditate on God, and still the weight doesn't seem to lift, but I believe God hears me, and what I do then is I consider the days of old, the years long ago. So when I can't feel or find God in the moment, I remember the times where I did feel God, where I did see the Lord move. And even the stories that are bigger than your own time, bigger than your own lifespan, beyond your own personal memories. You can draw upon the times when God acted in Scripture, when God acted at the Exodus, when God acted at Jericho, when God acted at the resurrection. That sometimes when you can't feel and find God in the moment and the moment is too heavy, you have to expand your memory beyond the moment to where you go to times where you did see God act. Sometimes it's helpful when marriages get tough to go back and remember the things that you were doing when the marriage felt warm and close and do the things you did before because the feeling of love will come and go, but it will often follow the actions of what you did from a time when you did feel close. And so there's power. It's the reason that we have the scriptures, and it's the reason that people of Jewish and Christian faith have handed these stories down generation to generation. I'll speak of your wonders. One generation will commend your kingdom to another. They will speak of you. The reason that you do that is because there are going to be times where you can't find God, and therefore you have to draw upon the story of when God acted before, because the God who acted then is the God who will act again. And so the psalmist is 
is practicing what I'll call a long remembering, expanding the timeline. He says, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. And I like this. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Listen to what he's doing. It's like he's being... How, how would I say it? How would you say it? It's like... It's like sometimes you get so focused on... Sometimes you can take something small and catastrophize it. I can do that. It's, it's, it's a spiritual gift. Sometimes you take something really small and you just, you make it bigger than what it really is. So something very, very tiny and you blow it. What, what if, what if, what if, what if? We talked about living with oughts and ifs before. Blowing it out of proportion. Well, I think what the psalmist is doing is blowing it out of proportion. So he's looking at the situation and, and he feels spurned. He said, will the Lord spurn forever? <laughs> will, will the Lord never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love ceased forever? Are his promises at an end for all time? You see what I'm doing here. He's going, this moment will pass. This moment will pass. My goodness, I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got some stuff going on in this country. I've, I've talked about it. Last week, I've talked about it almost on a daily basis. And, and what we have to remember as we act, as we pray, for all of the things that are going on in this country, is we also have to dream. And that's one thing I want to encourage you with tonight is the power of long remembering, but also the power of envisioning a preferred future. Because in times like these, we can just go into crisis management mode. In COVID, the, virus, the whole, we can just, we can be so focused on what's going on right now, just trying to homeschool, just trying to get through now, 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 now. Sometimes we forget to long remember Sometimes we forget to dream. And so the psalmist is, is, is practicing this power of, of blowing things just out of proportion. He's like, oh, well, maybe this situation feels blown out of proportion. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow the faithfulness of God out of proportion in kind of a sarcastic way. Is, is God going to spurn me forever? Is God, uh, are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Will God never again be favorable? Sometimes it's helpful when you're going through it just to say, you know, in 20 years from now, in 10 years from now, 10 years ago, when God, five years ago, when God, will God never again be faithful? Of course God will be faithful. And the truth is, is God is faithful right now. It just doesn't feel like it. So sometimes you have to practice long remembering. And I want to encourage you also to practice long dreaming, to go ahead and envision a preferred future. Think about what God might want to do in your life a year from now, 
in two years from now, in five years from now. The virus is not your future. And with God's help and with repentance and with smart action, racism and rioting and, and the, it, it's, it's not our future. There's a time for action. There's a time for calling out. Absolutely. But hopefully we will learn the lessons and, and, and have, have repentance where we need to have it and dream of a future together, a future like Dr. King talked about. I'm not saying this moment shall pass in order to blow it off. I'm saying if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins. And what does he say? He'll heal their land. Can you envision a healed land? Let's have a long remembering of God. Let's have a long dreaming of what God will do. Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. I love that. I will appeal to this to the years of the right hand of the Most High. The right hand, the strength, the integrity, the justice, the power of God. Here's what I'm going to do whenever I find myself in a day of trouble. I'm going to appeal to the years of the right hand of the Most High. It's kind of like, I'm just making up this illustration and it's a really, it may not be the best one, but it's like when you're a part of a, of like a college tradition, maybe your football team always wins, and you can just refer back to those things. You just, you say, well, we, we've, got, we've got 20 years of winning. We've got 30 years of winning. We've got 50 years of winning. Well, think about the years of God. <laughs> like the infinite years of a God who is beyond time. That's powerful. Sometimes when the moment is so big, so pressing, you have to appeal to the years of the infinite one who will be faithful, who will show compassion, who will heal when his people repent. You have to appeal, you have to come up, you have to Google Earth out of the moment and get a bigger view. I will appeal to this to the years of the right hand of the Most High. I found encouragement in that today. I found it to be a practice that um, lifted my spirit, and I hope that it will do the same to you. I'm going to pause, and I'm going to come over here into uh, some of the comments. It's good to see, uh, good to see so many of our friends and faces, and you guys checking in tonight. I see, I see my friend Jimmy on here. We trust in God always, and that's Jimmy. I would just say that's a mark of your life. We certainly see that in your life, brother. It's good to see uh, Michelle and Bill on here tonight, and Kayla and Walt and Crystal and Liz Munn and Christine and Elsie and Alicia joining on a Wednesday night. We're so grateful they get to do this. I'm looking forward to letting you know about some things that are going to be coming uh, online here in the 
next couple of weeks. On Sunday, June the 14th, we're going to do our Group Life Expo, where we'll be rolling out our new suite of small groups for this seven-week summer semester. And we're going to have a couple of special things that are going to happen uh, in an online environment as well. Uh, let's see, Elsie just made a comment here. I've often heard the expression hindsight is 2020. I choose to live my life in a similar way. God has seen my past. He knows my present. He leads me into my future. I'm confident because he has seen it all. He has clearly, because he has seen it all, he has clearly seen with wisdom how to lead me into a hopeful destiny. Yeah, you're not the first person, my beloved sisters and brothers, that God has seen in a bind or in a jam. That God, God has has uh, has a long memory, has a has a long list of experiences. Is maybe a better way to say it. And so God loves you and meets you and sees you, right where you are. And I hope that Psalm seventy-seven has encouraged you, like it has. Uh, encouraged me tonight and so uh one more comment popping here at the last minute i find encouragement remembering the power of god through the 12 spirit-filled apostles they let nothing stop them i'm saved because they persevered yeah there there wouldn't be gospels if the apostles hadn't preached and uh some of them written the words of jesus down and so uh, think about their lives. Think about what they endured. Yeah. Sometimes when we get a little perspective, the things that we're so concerned about. Um, you know, I, I had a business owner tell me a couple weeks ago, um, the business is right now is, is just disrupted because of COVID. And the business owner just said, you know, there was a time, I'm making up years, there's a time back in 2000 and nine when this particular national uh, eruption or disruption happened and we got through that and so uh we're just gonna have to be creative and we're gonna have to find new ways uh during this time and so i want you to know we're here for you we're praying for you we love you and uh we hope that you have a good night tonight god bless you church and uh, i hope to see you whether in person or online uh, in the coming days.